Hi, everybody. It's the Pirate People Podcast from North Central Missouri Colleges, Pirates Digital Media, and I am Rick Cole. We thank you for joining us on our podcast this week. On today's podcast, we visit with Janelle Golden. She's new to North Central Missouri College. She is a, a counselor for students uh, who are maybe experiencing a little bit of difficulty on campus with their adjustment to college life or, or whatever is going on in their lives. She's a, a very thoughtful and a very attentive listener, as you will uh, see here and hear her as she talks about her job here on campus and a couple other things as well as we join her on the Pirate People Podcast from North Central Missouri College. Well, let's start with the hard stuff first. What do people need to know about mental health, just in general? Um, in general, people need to know that mental health has always existed. Mental illness has always existed. Struggles with mental health have always existed. And that's okay. Right. You know, we don't need to feel ashamed if we're struggling with our mental health. We can reach out, we can ask for help, and we can get the help that we need now because we know more. So that's the new thing that hasn't always been around, mm -hmm. that feeling like this is an acceptable thing to attack. Right. Yeah. What would you suggest, uh, again, let's just do the big points here, people that are feeling that they maybe need some help in some way, in some capacity, what should they do? This is just a big, broad, what should you do if you're feeling that way? I think first you need to acknowledge that that is how you're feeling because sometimes we can get to feeling a certain type of like, oh, something's not right, but we say to ourselves this is normal i'm fine i'm not feeling any anything that's not normal yeah so, you can deny it all you want yeah so um, i think the first step is to acknowledge that that is how you're feeling and then try to find someone you can talk to about it is that something that happens overnight acknowledgement i don't think so i don't i i think it probably could be in the future if it gets to be more um i don't know what the word i'm looking for is. maybe mainstream or yes more like in the public eye or right. people know about it more because the reason I ask is we all see the movies and the TV shows where uh, person A is at the bottom of the barrel and you know down and uh, laying in the gutter mm -hmm. basically and and I'm not so sure that's real accurate, but there is a moment, I think, for some people. But for other people, it's an accumulation of things that could lead to that you know, insight, I guess. Right, am I, am I the right happens. track? Something yeah. happens, and you're like, oh, this isn't normal. Right. What I'm feeling is not good, and I need to reach out and ask someone for help. Right. Is there a... Um, uh, when the person is doing that, is there any reason to delay? I mean, could you be over dramatic? You know how that goes. People say, "Oh, mm -hmm. you're just being over dramatic. Pull yourself out of the gutter." You know, that's is that a long ago dismissed idea? I don't like when people say that. Yeah. Because I think if you are feeling that something is not right, something's probably not right. Yeah. Yeah. So. What are What are some signs of a person that needs that kind of help? Um. It's so funny because depression is something that it can be any number of things. So you could be sleeping too much. You could not be sleeping enough. You could be eating too much. You could not be eating enough. And so it's very broad, 
but I think just the underlying feeling of something, something's not right. right. I'm not feeling like I used to be feeling, and so I need to take a look at that. Are we kind of talking about depression here as we talk about mental issues? That's the most common one, I would guess. I think that is the most common one, and I think it's either depression, anxiety, or your like big ones, but also symptoms of depression and anxiety can also be something else right or something more urgent or something bigger right so. scale of one to ten how hard is de depression to treat i have no idea oh okay <laughs> does it vary case by case it does because your depression could be severe especially if you've let it go on for a long time without trying to treat it or if it's also lumped in with something else because you can have depression and something else more severe right and you don't even know so. what, about, what about age ranges uh what ages can be affected all of them from one to, i mean can you have a toddler yes and can you have a very old person as absolutely. well absolutely okay what are the differences or what do we need to know about that um i think in like small children it looks more like irritability so like if your child is throwing a lot of fits right you, you might need to look at that. Um, and then in older adults or the elderly or whatever, it's, sure. it looks more like withdrawing, not eating as much, not sleeping as much. Um, and then like for younger adults and, you know, middle age, it can look, it can really look either way. Right. And it can just look like not wanting to do anything, not taking pleasure in the things that you used to do. Right stuff right. like that are we seeing more cases of people reporting depression or do we just identify it more often now you know that old uh, argument about we're just identifying it more so it's always been at the same level what's your take on that i am not sure i kind of go back and forth because i think our current climate of like the state of the world I think that can also be contributing to more instances of depression, but also we're seeing it more because people are getting to be more comfortable about identifying, oh, that's right. what this is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, going back for me 45 years ago, um, I thought I needed some help, uh, but it was so anti what you did in that part of the world and at that age. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so nowadays it wouldn't be a big deal at all. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and I'll just say, you know, it's benefited me from having some professional intervention at times. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, so I'm a big advocate for that. What about the students? Because you're working here at North Central and uh, you're responsible, I think, mostly for the student body. How about students? Do they, do they readily accept that they might need some help or is it tough? I think it's becoming more, like we said, it's becoming more comfortable for people to recognize that that's what they're dealing with. And so I think the newer age of students, it's becoming more acceptable for right. them to recognize that that's what it is and to seek help. So it's... And I think that, again, the current climate and state of the world yeah, is contributing right. to college students' depression, anxiety, stress, all kinds of awful things. Yeah, yeah. Social media factor in? It could. It could, especially when you see people's curated feeds of 
like, oh, I, you know, this is how wonderful my life is. And yes, that's a whole separate subject, <laughs> yes, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Um, and then just people talking to each other more. And I don't think that that necessarily contributes to the prevalence of mental illness, right. but I think it can offer a level of support also for someone to say, hey, I'm going through this, and for a lot of other people to say, you know what, I'm going right. through the same right. thing. You know, I, I want to make sure we get back and talk about students and, and mm -hmm. your, your dealing with them, but could you define a couple of things for me? First of all, mental illness. How, how do you define that? How do you know it when you see it? Hmm. I think mental illness is any sort of anything like depression, anxiety, even like hoarding, and the thing that makes it what we call mental illness is that it is greatly negatively impacting your life, your social life, your occupational life, your academic life, anything that is greatly impacting your life in that way. In a, in a negative yes, way. Yes, that could be considered a disorder, an illness, anything like that. Right, so if I feel I'm not acting the way maybe I should be or could be or once did, yes, that's what we're looking yeah. for, okay? How about stress? Because there is, I think, a good thing is, uh, there is such a thing as good stress. Mm -hmm. We all have stress. What about stress? When does that get to be too much and, and really raise its head? I think when you are feeling overly irritable, when, we can recognize like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm letting it affect me in ways that I wouldn't normally. Right. Or I used to be able to handle this many things and now I'm finding that I'm overwhelmed really easily. I just don't want to do it. I'm shutting down. I'm becoming irritable. I'm yelling at people in my life. That's probably something that you need to look at either reducing or practicing some sort of stress relief or something. Well, Janelle, those are really, really insightful things. I mean, that's uh, mm -hmm. something that I wouldn't think, you know, I see somebody being a jerk, maybe that's a sign that the stress level or right. whatever uh, could be occurring. That's, that's really interesting. The students at North Central, tell me, first of all, you, you came to this job in October, mm -hmm. correct? Mm -hmm. And your uh, guidelines, what you're looking to do here, can you kind of outline, uh, outline those for us, please? At this point, I really just am trying to make sure that the students know that I'm here for them, where I am, and that they can come to me if they are needing any kind of mental, emotional support. So you can walk into my office. I told a class a few weeks ago that you can walk into my office, you can lay down on the floor and you can just vent if right. you need to. <laughs> That's awesome. Yep. Where is your office? Uh, Geyer Hall 128. I think that's just off the north doors by the elevator, right? Yes. Just to go past the elevator? Yep, it's two doors down. Yeah, nice. Okay. So you're really honest about this. Your door is literally open uh, for people to come in at any time? Yep. No appointment needed, basically. Well, we can, you can walk in and then we can make an appointment gotcha. if okay. you need to, or if it's open and I don't have anything going on at that moment, you can just vent to me. You can, we can close the door, you can talk. Right. And then if you want to make an appointment for later, absolutely, we can do that. And this applies to staff and faculty, I assume, right? We can just walk I, in there and vent. You, sure. <laughs> absolutely. What about laying on the floor and kicking our feet? Sure. Oh, fantastic. I, I, I love it. How'd you get into this business? 
The therapy business? Yeah, the the helping business? people with mental health, yeah. I think it started when I was in high school. I had a lot of friends who were going through it, and I think that is something that a lot of high schoolers do. Is there a difference between mental illness and that teenage angst that I think we all kind of go through? I think there can be, but I think that if it is like I said before, significantly negatively impacting your life, you need to take a closer look. You may at have it. wanted to lock me up at that point because <laughs> I had it. I had it big time. It took me years oh, to get over. Yeah, so. and so I think in high school it was just I had a lot of friends who were going through it, and right. then it came time for me to choose a major in college, and I said, "Hmm, psychology." Right. And I never changed i never swayed away from that and Interesting. so here we are what fascinates you about it what's 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 the draw i stories i love to hear people's stories and how they got to where they are and why they're here and what they've been through i love stories and so what's your story about coming to north central oh well i was working for um, a community mental health center here in town and then I left there to go to be actually a group therapist for senior citizens and then that program closed down and the woman who was here before me she said hey do you want this job and I said yes absolutely so yeah uh, your biggest challenge so far hmm is it getting people to know you? Is that's it, that's what kind of I was thing? thinking. That's what I was going to say. It was just um, people not quite knowing that I'm here, I'm right. available, and you can come and you can see me. Right, right. Um, when a student comes to see you, what's the first thing you want to know about them? Hmm, why are you coming to see me? Right. And what do, they, what do they normally, what's a normal answer? I'm overwhelmed. Yeah. I'm overwhelmed by school, by family. I've got a lot going on. Do you get into family issues? I mean, is that yes. is that fair game? Because mm -hmm. it would seem like that's a big part mm -hmm. of a lot of kids' stress. Yep. Yeah. Um, again, the family issues are something I guess you could point to have been caused by a lot of things. The political divisiveness, mm -hmm. the, you know, the economy, lots of stuff. But it's been, as you said earlier, it's been going on for years. And yeah. uh, so kids need to know, I mean, our students need to know that uh, they're not alone in this, I guess. Right. And even, you know, we talk about generational things. So really? your grandparents had their own stuff going on. And since the field of mental health is so new, they didn't have anyone to help them. Yeah, and right. like you were saying, it wasn't yeah, 35 about years ago. We, no. we don't do that. And so your grandparents had their own stuff going on. It trickled down to your parents who now have their own stuff going on and don't know how to deal with right. it. And then it affects you. Is there any evidence to su support the idea that it may be uh, uh, passed down from one generation to the next, mental health and depression? Absolutely. Tell me about that a little bit, if you would. That's kind of what I was, that's what I was talking about, was that your grandparents may have had a certain way of doing things and like the world was different and then they didn't know how to deal with their own emotions that they were feeling. Right. And so then they had your parents, right? And then your parents... Your grandparents parented your parents yeah, in such right. a way that 
may have caused some right. you know, emotional distress because again, your grandparents don't know how to deal with it. Right. So they're not teaching your parents how to deal with it. Right. And then your parents don't know how to deal with it. And so it just trickles down onto right. you and now you are stuck with not knowing how to deal with it either. Right. Yeah, I was sitting here thinking as you were saying that, we, when we say students, normally I'm thinking, you know, some 18-year-old freshman from wherever. Mm -hmm. uh, but we have a large amount of students, I think, who are what we used to call, I think we still do, called non-traditional. Mm -hmm. They have gone out to the workforce after high school or they've started their family. Does that group have any special uh, need for maybe some counseling at some point if they feel like they're out of control because they got a lot of irons in the fire. Yeah, and I think that it, it it does make it a little bit worse when they already have, you know, an established family. Right. They are also parents, and then they're trying to parent their child and with this knowledge that they've got stuff going on and they right. want to deal with it and not, you know, mess up their kid maybe in the sure. same way that their parents did or something like that. Right, right. You are so easy to talk to and uh, and you have such good information. What do you think your 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 strength is as a counselor? What do you do really well that, that people should, you know, say, oh yeah, she does that well? I think based on the feedback that I've gotten from a lot of people over the years, it's just um, being really like you said, easy to talk to. I'm going to listen to you. I'm not going to judge what you're saying, and I'm not going to tell you that you should do anything. Right. Because that's not really my job. My job is not to be like, well, you should try this, this, or this. Yeah, that's interesting. You know, I'm here to listen to you and to say, yeah, your feelings make sense because right. of course they do. <laughs> so you're not going to tell me what to do, but perhaps mm -hmm. give some options. Right. I can give you options. I can, a lot of the time, you say what I was thinking in the first place. It's kind of my job to right. steer you that way. So, yeah, yeah, and I think what you're saying is you are a good set of ears mm -hmm. and to maybe reflect some of that. What, in general, are the services available for this community, this time, right now, for anybody that would come and say, I'm suffering depression or what have you? There's community mental health centers, and they will usually have a therapist on staff, a psychiatrist somewhere, and even if you need more like case management, they will have also a case manager that will work with you between therapy sessions. Okay. Okay. You uh, have lived in Trenton, you said, for five years, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Five so years, you, you're yeah. familiar with the community. Um, and you also, you have a mom who's from Guam, so you spent some time in Guam, right? I did. Yeah. What's Guam like compared I, to Trenton, Missouri? Oh, my goodness. I honestly don't remember. That was 20 some odd years ago. Right. Right. Um, it's warmer there. Yeah, I imagine, yeah, especially on a day like today that we're <laughs> yeah, taping it's this. Snowing here, and yeah. it's not there. Yeah, yeah. So. And a family? Do you have a uh, a family here in Trenton? I don't have any family here in Trenton. My family actually is from around here. My grandma's family is from around here. My grandma, and my great aunt, went to church at Coon Creek in Coon Creek in the 30s wow yeah okay all right um, let's get back to those big broad points again because mm -hmm. I'd like to review them if you are suffering from something you feel is in is a negative factor in your life 
Um, when should you reach out for help? Uh, probably as soon as you realize it. Okay. And what's the first step? The first step is identifying the places that you can reach out for help. So, you know, like I said, community mental health centers like Preferred Family Health Care or North Central Missouri Mental Health Care. Right. Those are places that you can go. If you're a student here, you can come to me and I can probably refer you out somewhere if you need right. more intensive work. But community mental health centers or you know, searching up a therapist on psychology today or something like that. And North Central Missouri College students can use your services. Does it cost anything? Nope. Part of the part of the plan of being here. Yep. Okay. And they can again just walk into your office and your office again is located in Geyer Hall one twenty eight. Janelle, thank you. This has been fun and uh, informative more than that. So appreciate you being here, and I hope you have a, a long and, and enjoyable uh, life here at North Central. What's the thing you, you uh, like most or find most rewarding about your career as a counselor? Um, seeing people succeed, seeing people come to the realization, oh, it's okay for me to feel this way. It's okay that this is happening. I can do something about it, but it doesn't mean that I am a bad person for feeling like this. Janelle Golden is available on campus for students, and it's, as she said, uh, of no charge. And uh, as I also said, she's a very good listener and uh, has some great ideas. So if you're experiencing any kind of uh, uh, problem with school that uh, you think she can help with, she's more than willing to do that. Janelle Golden has been our guest on the Pirate People podcast, and that's it for this week. I am Rick Cole. Right now we say goodbye and go Pirates! Pirates!